Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday, the 12th of May. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Kitty Logan. Ukraine and Russia continue the battle for control of Snake Island. It could become a base for attacks on there if the Russians are able to hold it. And tensions reignite in Israel. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The first Russian civilian has died as a result of a cross-border shelling in a village just 10 kilometers from the Ukrainian border in the Belgorod region, according to Russian authorities. Ukraine has yet to comment on whether or not they are responsible. Elsewhere, Snake Island in the Black Sea, which saw fame earlier on in the war for the ruthless words of its defenders, is a focus yet again. Richard Lloyd Perry is a Times correspondent in Lviv, and he says that the battle for Snake Island will continue. But it is a, a strategically important. I mean, it's this very small kind of flat outcrop sticking out of the Black Sea. Uh, but it is important because it's, it's big enough to, uh, to mount missiles on, uh, bring in helicopters, not large aircraft. And it's close enough to you know, the city of Odessa, that it could become a base for attacks on there if the Russians are able to hold it. And Ukrainian President Zelensky praised the U.S. House of Representatives for approving a $40 billion package of aid. It's still to be approved by the U.S. Senate, but does have strong bipartisan support. In his latest televised address, President Zelensky said the money will provide weapons, ammunition, and support for the investigation of war crimes. Boris Volodarsky a former captain in Russia's special forces, has been telling Times Radio that the war is not going to plan for President Putin. Everybody knows he was planning a war for no more than three to six days, occupying Kiev and the whole Ukraine. Uh, all those plans failed, as we know. And he's now in the situation where he had to withdraw from Kiev and Chernigov and concentrate, change his plans completely, concentrate on other areas of the Donbass area. And even there, I think they're quite unsuccessful. And twice in the last 24 hours, Ukrainian forces have stopped Russia's efforts to cross the Siversky-Donets River in the Luhansk region by blowing up pontoon bridges. 
Crossing Ukraine's rivers is proving a logistical nightmare for the Russian military as they attempt to advance, and they've resorted to utilizing pontoon bridges. Ukrainian troops have been blowing up their own bridges throughout the war to stall Russian advances. We move now to Israel, where Palestinian protesters have clashed with Israeli police following the death of a Palestinian-American journalist. Waving Palestinian flags and shouting, Palestine is Arab, protesters marched through the streets of Jerusalem. Shireen Abu Akleh, a veteran reporter for Al Jazeera, was shot in the head while covering a raid on a refugee camp in the occupied West Bank. A second Al Jazeera reporter was shot in the back but survived. The Qatar-based media outlet claims Israeli forces shot Abu Akleh in cold blood and that she was assassinated, a sentiment echoed by one Palestinian protester. She's a Palestinian citizen. We don't want to say she's a journalist. She is a human who was killed with cold blood. She was executed in front of all cameras and we saw that. We are here to express our sadness and anger in a peaceful and legitimate manner. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett has released a statement saying armed Palestinians were firing indiscriminately at the time and were responsible for the unfortunate death of the journalist. An investigation by the Israeli Defence Force is now underway, which Ned Price, a spokesman for the US State Department, has welcomed. Uh, it is important to us, it is important to the world, uh, that that investigation be thorough, uh, that it be comprehensive, that it be transparent, and importantly, uh, that investigations end with full accountability and those responsible uh, for her death um, being held responsible for their actions. Tensions in the region have been reignited recently, with around 19 Israelis killed in random attacks by Palestinians since mid-March. Three died last Thursday when two men swung axes at passers-by in the ultra-Orthodox town of Ilad. The United Nations and Amnesty International say that 79 Palestinians, including 14 children, have been killed by Israeli forces in the past 11 months. On the way, wildfires rip through a wealthy enclave in California, and Australian Fashion Week unveils designs for people with disabilities. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The coronavirus is still breaking records worldwide. In North Korea, Thursday brought confirmation of their first COVID-19 outbreak. State media reported a subvariant of the highly transmissible Omicron variant was detected in Pyongyang. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un ordered a strict national lockdown and said emergency reserve medical supplies would be mobilized. And China, well known for its zero COVID strategy, social media is censoring comments made by the World Health Organization director that a zero COVID strategy is not sustainable. In the United States, a grim milestone was reached on Wednesday as the country passed 1 million coronavirus deaths, according to a Reuters tally. The loss of life overwhelmed the country's hospitals, morgues, and crematoriums. As the most recent wave subsides, however, many are beginning to return to their former lives at work and social events without masks, hoping that this is the end of the pandemic.
It's a sight we've become all too familiar with. Fires raging in the US state of California. The latest one is ripping through the wealthy southern enclave of Laguna Niguel, which is around 80 miles south of Los Angeles. Local authorities say at least 20 homes have been damaged by the fire and around 100 households had to be evacuated. Videos were posted on social media by fleeing residents that showed thick smoke billowing up into the sky, which is tinged dark orange by the flames as winds fan that fire across the ridges of Orange County. Traffic has been piling up as people race to leave the area, with one witness tweeting, people were crying and hugging one another and cars were full of their most precious items from their homes. Firefighters say a record-breaking drought in California is creating ideal conditions for wildfires to spread. Staying in the United States now, where Democrats in the Senate have failed to pass a bill to legalize abortion across the country, they were trying to head off an upcoming Supreme Court opinion, which is expected to overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that established the national right to termination. The defeat of the Women's Health Protection Act was widely expected. All 50 Republicans voted to block the bill, plus one Democrat. The Senate Majority Leader is Democrat Chuck Schumer. If we do not take a stand now to protect a woman's right to choose, then mark my words, it will be open season, open season, on our God-given freedoms in this great and grand country. Today it will be Roe. Tomorrow it will be a national ban on abortion, and beyond that, something even more dreadful. Democrats hope that the defeat will lead more of their candidates to victory in November's midterm elections, as opinion polls show deep support amongst voters for abortion rights. That, in turn, could boost future attempts to legalize abortion across America through legislation. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest developments in the new Saudi-backed golf series, here's John Jackson. The battle between the existing PGA Tour and the new LIV Invitational Series golf tournaments has intensified. The PGA Tour followed up on its threat to players wanting to compete in the rival competition by rejecting requests from six golfers, including six-time major champion Phil Mickelson, Spain's Sergio Garcia, and British former world number one Lee Westwood. In response, Australian four-time major champion and CEO of the new Saudi-backed series, Greg Norman, said that players who are fined for taking part would be reimbursed. The new series comes with big money backing and a 20 million US dollar prize purse for each event. The first of LIV's eight initial events will take place at Centurion Golf Club outside of London between the 9th and the 11th of June. That's the same weekend as the returning Canadian Open on the PGA Tour. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Designers at Australian Fashion Week in Sydney are showcasing clothing made for people with disabilities. Carol Taylor and co-designer Jesse Sadler created the adaptive clothing fashion range for people who find it hard to dress themselves because of disability or other disorders. Miss Taylor said she came up with the idea after a car accident left her paralysed and she couldn't find any suitable clothing. She also says she wants disabled people to have the same access to fun and colour as everyone else. And finally, as if it were the beginning of a Jurassic Park film, 
Chilean scientists have successfully recovered intact embryos from an ichthyosaur fossil from the Tyndall Glacier in Chile's Patagonia region. These reptiles lived between 250 million years to 93 million years ago in the Triassic, Jurassic, and up until the early Cretaceous periods. The fossil took the paleontologists over 10 years to extract due to the site's extreme climate and terrain. It will now be prepared to be exhibited at the Rio Seco Natural History Museum in southern Chile. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday, the 12th of May. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.